Hey, it's Brian from the Tone Jerks Podcast here. Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to let you know about that contest that we're doing with Fat Foot Effects. So one lucky person is going to win a limited edition, like custom artwork, um, boost drive pedal from Fat Foot Effects. And all you have to do is repost an image. It'll be in our show notes and also on our Instagram. And then tag, hashtag, Fat Jerks Giveaway. And then you just follow the Tone Jerks, follow Fat Foot Effects on Instagram, tag two friends. Contest starts today and it will end on October 27th. We will announce the winner on October 30th. So we'll put all the info in the show notes and we'll put it on our Instagram. So let's get on with the episode. Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today we have... Kyle McIntyre. And an in-studio guest. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. We have a... Jim Bowers. Mr. Jimmy B over here. Welcome to the show, Jimmy B. The infamous oh, hey, Jimmy thanks, B. Thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks for letting me drive down. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming all the way down. You didn't get the limo? We sent a limo up there for you. Oh, uh, no. No, uh, the TTJ limo. All the traffic in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had a whole, like, we had a, like a jacuzzi in the back and everything for you. <laughs> was I going to be the only person in it? Yes. Yeah, put some floaties <laughs> oh. in there too. Oh. Yeah, we got like okay. a rubber ducky in there. Safety first. Yeah. Safety first. <laughs> and so we don't, don't drown. <laughs> you don't want to drown on the freeway. It's like the worst way no. to die. Yes. That's the worst way to die is drown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think of many ways that'd be worse. To be take drown on the freeway. <laughs> take your word okay. on that one, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on the five o'clock news. Yeah, apparently, you drown in the spot. Today on the four o five, a jacuzzi in the back of a limo from the eighties. <laughs> the same the so- water. The solo occupant somehow drowned in the back pool. You <laughs> just belly. <laughs> No belly up. Oh, no, sure. not not belly your up. belly up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I think that's probably how this episode is going to be. Yeah. But, uh, that. Prelude right there. Before we get more into it, uh, let's hit the what's news, Kyle. What is new in your world? What is shaking? What is grooving? Yeah, I got some uh, patch cables, some uh, do-it-yourself, some solderless ones. You got some. I think we got some. Well, I mean, they have my name on it. The so. tone jerks. Got yeah, some. the tone jerks did. Uh, who who sent them to us? So Who's? this is from uh, Three Monkeys. Oh yeah, Three Monkeys. So we have uh, a solderless DC set they sent, and then a uh, patch set. Yes. So they're actually super easy to use. Yes. You literally you you slice off a little bit of wire, whatever length you want, and screw it right in. And then uh, you actually didn't even do that. You kind of just I, went yeah, for I, it. Yeah, I just kind of. Just slid it right in, and because I wanted the full length. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, want to cut did. these down. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Yep, and <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> and they worked. Yeah, no, they worked right off, like right off the bat. So uh, you know, we compared these to uh, not you know not throwing any shade, but the George L's. I my, to me, I have no like reason why they don't, but sometimes the George L's just don't work. There's a lot of play in there, but these are super tight. Like, tight. You toy, like just toyga. crank it in there. You toy like a toy. And so, like, you w- first try, you got these to work. Pass signal sounds great. Yeah. It sounds fucking awesome. We just we did a test. Jim was here. Yep. yep. No volume he, loss, no anything. He can, or, he can verify. We need a DD yeah. meter. And uh, <laughs> for that sound, maybe. But yeah, to me, I'm like, that's what's cool because, like, I want to say, like, the George L's are a little more like if you cut them wrong, you got to be like, yeah. you got to snip that end off again. Yeah, another like, quarter inch or a little bit longer sometimes you need that no they're, they're really cool so it, can be it, everything and it's super easy i think that's what's what's cool is that you want to make it easy and you don't like the barrier to entry of making patch cables 
like if you like if you're like oh fuck one of these are gonna break and you're like i have to like fucking like crack a safe to try and make these fucking cables work the solderless ones i'd rather yeah. just like solder cables then at that point but they do they work they sound great yeah and then um, jim did yes. a little test they're oh. really small they're really freaking small they're like they're, even uh, lower they're, profile than slivers yeah so, they think they're like yeah. uh maybe a millimeter or like a fraction of a butt hair yeah <laughs> Yeah, but I, it's but hey, smaller, I didn't check smaller. Whose butt hair were we checking? I was I using check. mine. Oh, <laughs> I don't usually. <laughs> I don't usually handle other men's butt hairs. So uh, uh, yeah, maybe I got to get I, like you know different samples and bring them. <laughs> do it. I do have some wiry butt hairs. <laughs> there you go. But <laughs> nice. No, so they're cool. Yeah, um, pretty stoked on those. So thanks, three monkeys, right? Yeah, three monkeys. So definitely yeah, check them out. Definitely, uh, it was cool that they sent them out to us and give them a shot. So. So far, easy. Probably easy go on my board. You know. Yeah. Throw it on the MXR board. Yeah. <laughs> MXR, three monkeys, and nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so, Jim, what yeah. is new in your world? Maybe, uh, you know, we can go oh. into a little bit of detail, but you know, what's uh, recently, what's shaking, what's grooving, anything uh, cool uh, in your world? You know, just a lot of the same. Uh, work, family, getting ready to go back to school again, which is not oh, always good. fun. Got another semester coming up. Um, but I did just, I've been looking for an old Ibanez OD nine, one of the original ones. Mm-hmm. And I did just score it and, uh, nice. not for nine grand. So that was a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> just shy of that, Significantly right? less. So you're, uh, fractions. You're doing the Kyle style and collecting these yeah. nine pedals. From I have Ibanez. almost all the Ibanez, uh, nine series. How many do they have? I've got, I've got 12 right now and I got three to go. Oh shit! Nice. There you go. So no, got thirteen, and three to go, so nice. sixteen total. Um, I think there's a couple that they've come out with, like as they do reissues. Yeah, but I'm not really interested. I just want no, the old eighties classic ones. Yeah, ones. yeah. So um, I got to get the old TS nine, mm-hmm. which is not super cheap, but I mean, yeah, it's in the market of a boutique pedal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's there's like two a two or three. What you say? It's or like, more? Yeah, yeah, two yeah. to three. Right now they're around three, but I've seen them as low as two. So just going to wait for the wave to kind of Do you look for like back down. pristine ones or you look for like Actually no, I kind of want ones that look like them? the label and the the stomp switch are all a little dented yeah. and a little beat well, up. Like and, you you've had it and you've used right. it, yeah. So uh, you can get pristine ones and they're expensive and it's just not my thing. You can put so, those on a board? Yeah. Fully? yeah. Eventually once I do, I'm going to have yeah. a board and just have it all wired up and have it so it's in like rainbow color that like goes in a circle and just continues. <laughs> The, col- the color wheel just keeps going around and around. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, so I got that. I was pretty stoked. Um, I got I got one of the um, cherry boxes from Sean, actually. Nice. So And that's rad. Shout that out. is a cool yeah, problem. Yeah, right there. And the guy was awesome. Um, mine came in. It had a little thing in the sound. I was like, hey, Sean, is this what it's supposed to sound like? And he was super cool. Um, and basically, like, through, like, video and everything else, we were able to, like, kind of troubleshoot it. Mm-hmm. And then he just sent me one out and had me send the other one back. He's like, I don't want you to have something that you have to fix. Like, just nice, yeah. overnighted one to me. So it was Great. super cool. Great customer service. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Tops. I mean, this all happened within like a couple hours. Nice. You know, of me telling him. So very cool. Um, and it's awesome. It's super cool fuzz. And the, uh, I think it's like a phaser side of it almost. Like, if you're like doing palm muting, you can get this kind of weird phaser swoosh. Yeah, that's right. And then it, otherwise, it's just it can get gnarly and nasty and make the most 
crazy noises. It's just it's fun. It's a fun fun pedal. Yeah, good. fun fun little box. Yeah, nice. That's really super cool. Super <laughs> stoked to have that one. Um, and then I actually on the forty eight month plan with Sweetwater, I picked up a TVL Jazzmaster. Oh, which should oh. be here sometime this week theoretically. So nice. super stoked. I've been wanting one of those forever. The Troy Van Leeuwen yeah, Oxblood. Yeah, yeah. They're super cool. So those are pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I like that one a lot. I like how he switched it to where it's just like, uh, they kind of took like some notice off of that to make it to the new American professional jazz masters. It's like, where right. it's like a Les Paul thing cut pretty much the jazz circuit out of it. The thing that nobody uses. Uh, no, his has that still. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then it, I take instead that back. of having the slider that goes back and forth, it's a toggle because he uses it. Yeah. And so that way he I'm can sorry. just hit it with his thumb real easy. <laughs> I, I guess I misspoke. I thought it was like just the Les Paul mm-hmm. circuit. Like you still the have the, the pickup selectors on the lower horn. Uh-huh. And then you have a just a two-way toggle up top that kicks it in and out. Oh, okay. And so, because um, I like the rhythm circuit. I think it's fun. Like if you if you use it, if you try to incorporate it, it's really easy to do. I can, I can never get a good sound um, out of it. I mean, you have to like the neck, <laughs> neck pickup, but if you want to have something where you can play something really simply and then be able to kick it into a higher volume, yeah. more trebly um, sound for a lead work or something, then you could just use that rhythm circuit as your standard and then kick it off and you're in the other. Or if you turn the volume all the way down, you can use it as a kill switch yeah, or as a stutter switch. I, um, I always would do that and I would like accidentally have like the volume set down low for those or something like that. And so <laughs> yeah. I would hit it and it would like, oh, cut out. I was like, fuck. And then I have to like make my thumb and like, oh, make sure to hit that right back. And I was yeah. like, so I started just like putting gaff tape well, over it. With it being that big chrome switch. It's, that's, yeah, no, that's really cool. You notice it more and you don't hit it, you know, kind of like a Les Paul. Yeah. So I, I'm super ex- excited that's, about that's it. Plus, a, that's a hell of a buy. Dang. Heck yeah. It's like 27 bucks a month. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I, I, when I saw that, I was like, ah, oh, nice. Sat on it, and it was like a week later. I was still like, oh, and then <laughs> I just I couldn't oh, any longer, and I had to go for it. <laughs> I know uh, Sweetwater did that, like you know, forty eight month, you know, financing. I was like, oh, fuck. I ju- I like my my Sweetwater cards all paid off, and I was like, oh, so that was my Guitar Center card. I'm like, fuck. Maybe I should buy like something. Oh, maybe I should buy like you know studio monitors or something or whatever. It's I mean the the sale is already passed. They'll probably have another one. The forty eight month, month the current one goes till the twenty third. Oh, okay, well shit. Well maybe you, you probably need to do maybe, that. I, maybe I need to take you a look. Probably but. need to do that tonight. <laughs> Took a look, see. Yeah. Um, tonight. I wish they were. I, I wish they sold fractal. <laughs> if they sold fractal, I'd probably. Yeah buy a fractal and then i'm like oh they sell i think they sell kemper and helix i'm like oh shit maybe i should get <laughs> i don't need anything i don't need anything really right, right but right. i'm like fuck there's like all like sometimes there's like sweet deals on there i'm like man but no that's really cool that's a hell of a pickup yeah i probably shouldn't have done it but at the same time <laughs> i mean no regrets dude no regrets no not on <laughs> not, not on my watch no no regrets but i, oh, know, I have I, a lot I, of those yeah i guess I, <laughs> I didn't follow that rule <laughs> um, no, I, I'm gonna bug you a little bit more about your collection because you got an extensive one. But it's not that extensive. Well, you know, yeah. see, you know don't it's, be bashful. We got, a, we got I, I like guitars. Got, I like amps. Some, I like pedals. Got some cool, cool shit. <laughs> Brian, know what's new with you? What do you got? Uh, we did have something new. Uh, it's kind of a collective, but I'm gonna take a, a rain on this okay, from fine. like my pedals. We have a uh, Joseph. He sent us an AB box. So. What this is, is um, Kyle and I, we wanted to start um, incorporating either demos into the podcast or doing uh, some videos. And so what it is, is um, 
it's two inputs to one output. And so we that way Kyle and I can both plug in our guitars. So he'll plug in his telly, I'll plug in my Les Paul or whatever, and then um, output to the amp or, you know, output to the pedal to the amp, yada, mm-hmm. yada. And then we'll be able to switch. It's a passive deal. And it's we can either switch it to the Kyle side, which is uh, Kyle's guitar, and then um, mute it. It's a three-way toggle switch, and then like switch it to the Brian side. So that way, Kyle and I can both like play through a pedal and give our own take on it and stuff like that. What I think is really cool is, um, well, one for the fact that like Joseph did it, yeah, and like we can't ascend with the idea. I'm like, this is kind of a stupid idea. So bear with me until I finish. And he's like, no, man, that's kind of cool. So I'm <laughs> glad he liked it. <laughs> and we kind of basically just like, dude, I want to have like the Tondrix font, and then I was like, just gonna do like you know our stupid caricature heads that we have like on the main podcast feed he's like no dude i was thinking the same thing so i'm like oh i'm glad he's on the way same wavelength either <laughs> he's that, a rad dude man. either that he's or, so he, cool. or he's just like you know lying to me saying like oh this is a good idea brian good one <laughs> either uh, keep way i'm coming dude yeah dear god lose my number now <laughs> <laughs> where's the block function on facebook <laughs> um no it's it came out really bitching too and i'm like it's, it's <laughs> sparkly and it's like he did like it looks really good <laughs> i sent him all the pngs and like art files for that and it looks really great but what i think is kind of cool the whole reason why we wanted to do that is because um kyle and i both approach pedals in a completely different way so if we you know started like demoing pedals the whole thing is like i look at a pedal and i kind of like want to know what it does before i even like plug it in and then I kind of dial it in to like the type of amp and guitar that I'm playing. And so I look at it and look at all the Very controls. Very methodical, right? Whereas Kyle's all like, cool, what is that? You The input and the plug in the output and powered it on? Okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> he has, he like. I'm an idiot, everybody. No, he kind of just goes and it's like, <laughs> he feels it out and he'll learn the pedal as he goes. Whereas I want to re-up on it and maybe think about what the controls are. So And I play, I'm like, okay, I'll have stock riffs that I want to get out of this or whatever. What causes it? I'm like, oh, I'm does, going, it, does that sound good? No, hey, then don't do that. Am I getting <laughs> For me, sound? I'm like, oh, turn that knob back. Yeah, so I, it's kind of cool. So I think we are we might incorporate that into the podcast. We'll see what yeah, you guys see. think. Uh, if you guys don't like it, uh, probably still going to do it anyways. But <laughs> <laughs> You cool. jerk! Let us know, but yeah. Uh, no, so I'm really stoked on that. We might start doing some uh, videos on Instagram, stuff like that with it. So uh, I'm really stoked that uh, Joseph wanted to be a part of it and help us out. So a uh, shout out to Like My Pedals. Again, we uh, don't squawk enough about them. Uh well, I think maybe we do, but I mean, we're going to do it again. But you can always but, squawk more. Yeah. yeah. No, Joseph is one of the we co- will. one of the coolest dudes. He makes some really great pedals, and uh, I think everybody knows him, but more people should. Um, that's kind of it for the what's new, you know. Uh, Jim, since you're here, I wanted to, you know. Well, Jim's here. Gr- hey. Gr- hey, guys. Gr- I wanted to, <laughs> you know, Jim. grill you a little bit. Let's, uh, I want to get, like, you know. <laughs> so people know you. They know you from uh, Tone Mob, 60 Cycle, and you're... Um, rambling six strings all that kind of jazz but you know in case people don't know who you are and uh you know how cool of a dude you are nah. you know let's get into a little background about how jim could they not know? <laughs> those fucking idiots right <laughs> <laughs> fucking, like, fucking get a clue you dipshit well how much time you got <laughs> um but yeah so i wanted to get a little bit of your background you know kind of what you do and then uh let's hit a couple topics what do you think yeah let's yeah. uh let's get into it okay so uh jim you know uh music uh how is it you know really or like when did you get into like you know music and when did it become a part of your life i started listening to music and paying attention to it and it becoming a part of my like obsession every day i was probably like eight Mm -hmm. um grew up in a super strict 
Christian home. So it was all Christian music. Yeah. But I remember like every week, it was like my brother and I, if we were good, if we didn't burn the house down, we'd beat each other up. If we didn't like, if we did everything we were supposed to, kept our room clean, everything. My mom would take us to the Christian bookstore where they had like hundreds of cassette tapes and all these little spots we could listen yeah, to. Yeah, them. yeah, And we weren't supposed to listen to the rock and roll stuff, but we were always getting like whatever punk or metal or any kind of rock bands that yeah. were out. We'd take them and we'd go demo them and we'd be like, oh, this is so good. Oh, this is so good. And then yeah. we'd, uh, you know, and then we'd go find something that was a little more vanilla. And we'd get to take that home and we'd listen to it and learn every song, you know, every, everything. And eventually well, my mom caught on to us. What were some of the bands like? That we used to listen to? Yeah. Oh man. MXPX, I'm assuming. Yeah. Super yeah. Solid. No, they were, they were, yeah. My parents were, were like, they're not Christian enough. So we weren't able to buy them back then because, mm-hmm. you know, my mom was the one paying for them. Yeah. So, but, um, like definitely them, uh, there was Striper, a little yeah. bit of Striper was left over. Um, we'd listen to. Um. Oh man, I don't know. I can't think of any of those uh, the other bands that we'd like kind of sneak in. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff that we'd like take home and let's do is uh, there's a band called the Newsboys, okay, and a band called um, DC Talk, and they were kind of rock yeah, yeah, and roll, yeah, yeah. kind of rapish. Uh, you know, they were cool. They they weren't like complete nerd church music. Yeah. Um. So, but we listened to that, and then like right around the time that like um so, the Superdones came out. Yeah. It was them and a band called uh, Five Iron Frenzy. Yeah, yeah, Ska yeah, bands. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was like, oh, God, this is awesome. My parents were like, they read the lyrics, like, oh, this is super Christian music. You guys can have this. We're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like and it was like stuff, off yeah. to the races at that point. We'd yeah. get my dad to like drop us off at Supertones concerts. Concerts, and, yeah. And like stuff like out. that. So I was probably 13 or 14 by that point. And um, yeah, I started playing guitar right around the same age. Yeah, so, so that kind of got you into guitar. Well, I, actually, I saw there was this girl that I knew, and she wanted to learn how to play guitar. And so I was like, if I can learn how to play guitar faster, then I can give her lessons. Yeah, it, and you then she can say come one over to my house lesson ahead. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I, uh, my dad played guitar a little bit acoustic. So I basically was like, show me how to play guitar, and he showed me how to like wrote out how to do the chords. Mm-hmm. And so I picked it up pretty quick. Um, they bought me like a little nylon string, but it was like a quarter size and I was like 13. Yeah. So it didn't work out too good. Um, I mowed a bunch of lawns and saved up and bought an SG and bought an old, um, Washburn bass. Nice. And my brother and I both, we kind of split that and we split two amps and we did that for a little bit. He ended up buying a drum set and then we were just in bands. Bingo, bingo. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool because we played together. Like we'd wake up in the morning. Uh, well, we talked to our parents in the homeschooling us for high school, mm-hmm. like junior high and high school. And so we'd wake up in the morning at four and we'd be done with schoolwork by seven or eight. And then we'd, my mom would be like, I don't want to listen to that crap at 8 a.m. So it was like, oh, okay, well, what chores do we have around the house that we can do to make money? To buy more gear and buy more stuff. Yeah. So we'd do chores until 12. And then it was like, okay, now we're going to go play. Yeah. Perfect. We'd play until dad got home, you know, like six o'clock. So yeah. that was every day, every single day. Nice. It was like, <laughs> wake yeah. up. Finish huh. school work, make money, play, play guitar. Music, yeah, and like that was it. We had a little bit of social life, but not, I mean, that was just all we wanted to do. Eventually by high school, um, we were in a little punk band, a little garage band, yeah. and we'd play like church basements, stuff like that, little punk band. And then um, uh, I was 18 and a band, it was a hardcore band, a local band that was all older guys that yeah. I'd known growing up. And they were like, hey, we really need another guitar player. And at the time, I was playing almost all bass. And so they were like, you got to come and uh, you, if you, what you play on bass, you can easily play what we play on guitar. It's not hard. Yeah. So I was like, okay, but I don't have a guitar. So they hooked me up with a uh, guitar and um, 
and an amp. The other guitar player had spares, yeah. so I just started playing that and just went and we played from like San Diego to Santa Cruz out through Arizona. Nice. And, so that was kind of like a gigging band. And then, yeah, yeah, we'd play. We'd probably gig once a week. Do, yeah, nice. So cool. practice a couple times a week. Hell yeah! Did you start. You say you started bouncing around with that band or like yeah. different bands since then. So I was in that band until nine eleven. I went to the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. and then that's when I left the band. Um, they broke up shortly after that. The drummer he went to the LAPD, and yeah, so that was so the end it was of kind that. of time for yeah. the band anyway. Yeah, I mean that was a long time. They were together seven years probably. Yeah, and we never made it signed. We did get a song played on uh, MTV Two, like one of their like midnight after midnight. Hell yeah, yeah. Thing. So it was like 2 a.m., but like we were on MTV. Yeah, still, too. Like, I was on MTV. But right? I'm somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I here? Yeah, chalk, chalk that yeah. on, the, so, you know. <laughs> on the resume. Yeah, yeah. That's um, cool. And then, uh, yeah, when I got, when I was in there, I really, I played acoustic a little bit here and there. To keep um, it going, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Just kind of, you know, something to kill the time. Yeah. Um, did, I was there eight years, came out, and it was like, oh, I've always wanted to have a Les Paul. I want a good Gibson Les Paul and I saved up all this money. What'd you get? I got the Gibson Les Paul. <laughs> what, what, what kind? What kind of standard? Like? It was a Honey Burst. Oh fuck! So, Les Paul standard. Honey yeah, it was like 2001, which was like oh. one of their good years. Yeah, because they're going waves. Nothing wrong with that. That's and, like, um, no, it was it was good. The price was right. I got it used. Um, what uh, what amp did you have? I had a Marshall Mode Four Half Stack. Nice, that was big. So, fucking, was a four hundred watts or something like that? Three hundred yeah, watts. Yeah, it was four hundred watts. Um, you're gonna be like, I want the biggest. Yeah, and so if I turned it up to one, the neighbors would call the cops, which was a problem because they lived in a condo, you know, and so I couldn't play. So I sold that. But it's that. still like to have that power. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I sold that, and I picked up, um, I picked up a little Vox VT40, which is yeah. for sale, by the way. If anyone wants one, you know, good <laughs> deals. Good deals. Reverb.com um, slash uh, Jimmy B. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should make that a thing. Um, but yeah, so it, that that fit the bill for a long time. Condo was just Les Paul and a little Vox, and it kind of futz yeah. around and just, you know, I'm going to play a little bit. And um, didn't really, when I was in my band, I never played anybody else's songs. Growing mm-hmm. up, I, like, I learned, like, obviously, on like Smoke on the Water, the intro to Stairway to Heaven, you know, the, the normal gotcha, stuff, yeah. but like, you don't want to play that in your room when you're like almost 30 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's not the thing to play. So I'd sit down and figure out how to play like back in black or like LaGrange or like any of those and like try to figure out note for note, the solos, which never works out. So I'd go on YouTube, you know, yeah. and that's kind of just sort of put it back together from there. Um, kind of did the P dub thing for a little bit. Yeah. And so you started so playing that was, with church. Yeah. And stuff. That was, a, I didn't ever own a pedal. I was so anti pedals. I was like guitar amp. That is it. Yeah. Only a cable in between them. Um, and then I was it's on not, a, not forum. a bad way to be. It's yeah. good. Yeah. It's more affordable. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, but I, um, I was on, I was getting into Gretsch guitars and mostly because, uh, the black keys, he played like hollow or semi hollow body yeah, and hollow and body the, guitars the and like guitars Jack Black or, or Jack White was a little bit. And like a few other people that were just in like popular culture, not that I necessarily loved their music, but like the sound was really, really cool. Yeah. It's like that more. <sighs> I, for lack of a better phrase, it's like more airy, like open, like mm-hmm. it, it, exactly. it. It gives it like more depth than like, like I'd say, like you know, straight Les Paul could. I want right. to say, yeah, right. And for some reason, I never put the two together that Tim Armstrong from Rancid also played a Gretsch. Yeah. So like they played these hollow, semi-hollow body guitars, but 
um, Tim Armstrong played played a Gretsch, and I was getting way more into like or, uh, Rancid and into Social D than I really ever had. And I did, I always liked them, but I'd never been like, yeah. like loved them, and I yeah. just, I really loved them. And See, so I was mean, like, you know, Dude. Social, Social D, you got to transfer to like a Fender. <laughs> I know. So is, is that the next progression? So so basically between. Yeah, I mean, basically, I picked up a Gretsch. I was on the Gretsch forum, and uh, I met, that's where I met Tavo from the Nocturne Brain. Nocturne Brain And Channel. he convinced me that a brain preamp <laughs> was not a pedal. It was just a preamp inside a box with a foot switch. <laughs> those, those, and so I was like, okay, let me... And, I, and basically, I was like, okay, okay, fine, okay, fine. It's yeah, not like uh, an, excuse it's me? Not, <laughs> it's not an effects pedal in that it, like, you know, totally changes it. It just, you know, it yeah. makes your signal better. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I bought that. It was my it first just, pedal. Uh, we, uh, I think it's the guitar nerds. It's the more betterer pedal. It's the more gooder mm-hmm. pedal. Like that's what that those brains like pedals. That's what they are. Like the, especially yeah. the 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 first. But was that was the green one called again? The Dino. Dino, Dino brain. That was my first pedal of all time. The one that you had. That's an always on. Just yeah. make your signal sound better. What does it sound? How does it make it sound better? I don't know. It just does. Turn that switch and it sounds better. There's a bunch of preamps out there, but for me, I've tried a bunch of them. A bunch of boosts. A bunch of preamps. A bunch of all those things. And that one does something special to where I don't want to play if I don't have one on. Yeah. And that sounds weird, but I love it. And I, I just, I anything else, I'll, I'll swap it out, whatever. But like, I just want to have a brain. Yeah. Because I know that no matter what I'm doing, like I know how to play. I know, and I know what my playing is doing, but it's going to make everything sound more full. It yeah. just, it, it does something to the harmonics that nothing else is going to yeah. do like that. Sure, there's shit in there that I'm like, he's doing that we don't know what the hell it is, right. but I'm like, I mean, it's the, basically the, a magic in a box. Right. And <laughs> so when I got that, because I got a Gretsch around the same time, and mm-hmm. I picked one up and I loved it. It was awesome. Get? I got a, well, actually I got two. I only have one left. Um, I got a 5125, which is one of their um, original Electromatic line. Uh-huh. Yeah. When it first came out, it's all black and it has single coils. So it's a right. little bit different. Um, which I loved. I loved, and I think that's why that was like my first single coil guitar. I'd never really had one. I'd always had humbuckers because yeah. I always had Gibsons, and then um, or Epiphones actually. The Les Paul was the first Gibson. Don't judge. Don't judge. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I loved that. I got the Tennessee Rose, and there was something about the neck. Like it didn't matter if it was plugged in or not. Like it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever played like i it's a 25 and a half inch like fender scale yeah and so it took me a minute to pay, put it together but that scale like i didn't have to look at the neck anymore like it just everything fit into place perfectly like it snapped better yeah right like, no, like i could play a gibson's scaling just like anybody can but like that longer scale to me is like that's everything yeah and, the tension on the strings i think i think is a definitely and it's just the way the fret spacing is like i just without looking i know where i'm going at mm-hmm. up and down the neck yeah so I played that. I played the br- that through the brain, and I was like, "Dude, this is it." So P dubbing, it was like, eventually I got into Telecasters too. Yeah, and it was like Tellys or Gretches, and like nothing. And then, I didn't care about anything else. I found my zone, and it was like Tellys, Gretches. As long as you get those with the you know the Nocturne, mm-hmm. you're kind of good to go. Yeah. So, and then I mean, when you P dub, obviously you can't have just a preamp. You got to have like a delay and a reverb yeah. and a couple things. So. Started, that was a that was a slippery slope, and I lost the battle. <laughs> so now, now you're like you're you're, you're full bore into pedals and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I I don't play at church anymore. It's been a couple of years now. Um, but you still collect. 
but I still, yeah, I mean, because if I get called in, if I get called back to serve, yeah. you know, I'm, oh, I'm ready. To I'm go. ready. I'm going to deliver. Send me back in, coach. Put me in, coach. <laughs> Look at me. I got six delays. I'm ready. <laughs> so, so what, what, Jimmy, what, we're putting you out of retirement. What's your, what's your, what's your rig looking like now, then? Uh, so I typically, I have a couple of tellies that I play Because you recently, like, got your board. You got a legit board. You had, yeah. like, some shit show happen with that, with some... Yeah, prick. so I always had a board that I screwed everything down on because I liked reliability and durability. Yeah, because you're and like... so I was like, I don't want Velcro. I want this thing screwed into the board. You're right? stomping those things. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a pain in the neck because changing something out, you got to get a drill gun. <laughs> yeah, you got to... <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like the, the other thing is like those little feet, that the bicycle links that you yeah, screw yeah, on, yeah, you don't yeah, leave yeah. them on there because you got to put them back in the box. So you got to take all those off, but you know, screw it all back, screw that pedal back together, put them onto the other pedal, screw it back down. So it's kind of a pain. But they ain't going anywhere. Yeah. No, they're not going <laughs> yeah, anywhere yeah. at that point. But um and I uh I got rid of that. I, I, I still have it somewhere, but I got a salvage board and nice. it was Velcro. Okay. Yeah, very cool. And it was very cool. It had that case and it all fit together and everything was covered up. Everything yeah. was good. And um had kind of a bad issue with salvage personally. Okay. So and not to get into that, it is what it is. Um but I it just kind of put a bad taste in my mouth with that board. So I was like, you know what? There's this other guy. I'm not going to say yeah. who it is, but I'm like, I'm going to order a board from him. And he's like, yeah, it'll take me six weeks. Cool. So I sell the salvage board, buy that one, or you know, fund the, yeah, yeah. the make, and um, and he ended up taking like a year to make it. So I had no Christ. pedal board for a year. Jeez. And then um, at that point, it still got it back. It was still screwed up. It and was, it still looked like shit. Yeah. Like all the corners were bad. The Tolex was half glued down. It was just not at all what it yeah, was supposed to be. Yeah, because you wanted something to be like personal and make it look mm-hmm. a good looking board, whatever. To right. me, a board is just utility. Utilitarian. Like well, I want, you, like, yeah. I, like Kyle and I are both pedal train guys. And people are like, pedal trains are stupid. They're ugly. They're like, I'm like but I'm like, I, you yeah, know what? but I'm like, I, I'm just going go to go to gym. Going that way. Like, you know, I, <laughs> like, I'm just going to go buy that shit. And like, I know I'm getting like a piece of aluminum thing that I could take that back. Kyle or my dad could probably make. <laughs> I couldn't make it. <laughs> I could commission that to, <laughs> to my dad or Kyle and they would make it and be like, that's so cheap and easy to make. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah. No, uh, but no, I mean, the thing is, like, short, if John you wanted had, something and you paid for it, yeah. Anyway, so like, the, but John at Creation, he hooked me up. Creation, yeah. He, those he are saw, fucking He's like, bitching. dude, I know you're having issues. Like, what do you want in a board? And I was like, this is what I want in a board. And this is, it's going to cost X amount, but just because of your troubles, I'll give it to you for cost. Like, you know, he just, he knew, oh, like, cool, dude, cool, yeah. you're a cool guy. You're in the groups. Like, you're, you're, in the industry, you know, yeah, like, like you're, this, this you're sucks cool. that you're going through it. So he gave it to me for a great deal. Shout out. Yeah. You know, cool. and then he, and, and I've met him at NAM. Like I knew him like through other stuff. And so, yeah. I haven't, I haven't met him yet, but I've like, I've. <clears> he actually got me heard, into my heard, first NAM. Yeah. Heard, heard him on a bunch of different yeah. podcasts and stuff like that and heard his story. Yeah. Like, the he, guy got is, me, like, he's, he got he's, me in. Like he gave me my badge. Pretty the, cool the, dude. The guy's killing it, yeah. Yeah, and so he he hooked me up really good. Got it. Perfect. Everything's on there, so. So you, so you got you got your dream board now from Creation. So what's mm-hmm. on there? What, 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 what um, you rocking? The chain, it's, I mean, it's, it rotates a little bit, you know, because I'm like, ooh, what about this? What about that? What about, <laughs> wait, I could put this fuzz. So that you, that, you got your board and you're like, shit, I don't know what to put on here. I'm like a kid in a I should have got three of these. <laughs> <laughs> I should have got this board like a fucking longboard, surfboard deal. <laughs> exactly. No, no. Um, so I have the mystery brain from Nocturne, 
Well, I first have a tuner, and then that goes into the mystery yeah. brain, uh, which hell is basically a, hell of a pedal. So you run it it's first. It's atomic brain with a delay on it. That's the way Tavo says, right? Run mm-hmm. it first. Well, the one that he has now, I have his very v, the V one mm-hmm. parts of it were still like hand wired and everything, um, and right now he's got a pretty awesome like PCB setup on there, mm-hmm. which I'm always tempted to buy one of the new ones, but. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need. They're not need. super cheap, and I'm not made of money. I've have, I have kids. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow my buddies. He just bought one. He just got it in the yeah. mail. You got yeah. the orange or like the the copper the, mist. Yeah, copper. copper. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they think looks badass. <laughs> they're super fun. Steal um, it from them. But it has a an effects loop, so you can put yeah. whatever you want oh, in shit. front of the delay. Dang. Okay. Yeah. So and that to me is like that's why I'm considering why no, I would pick one up. Those but, are badass, dang. Um, but the the effects loop is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine doesn't, so I just have basically it goes into boot or into the amp, the preamp, the brain that goes into the boost section, goes into the delay, and then from there I go into yeah, um, I go into the fez drive. I have one of his old fez drives from Nocturne. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it has the regular switch and then a, what's called a furry switch, and the <laughs> two they get pretty heavy i mean if that's the only od i had it'd be plenty yeah <laughs> um from there i'm going into a solid gold effects um if six was nine fuzz so okay. it's like a fuzz face yeah okay. um and it's a germanium one so it's their uh it's basically like a 69 fuzz face like a hendrix style yeah we just had their 76 fuzz he does some good good shit yeah cool shit oh it's awesome yeah. um and then from there, I kind of have like an open place on my board where I'm just rotating. Swapping things. it. Yeah. So right now it's got the cherry box in it. Um, and then, shout out. Yep, cherry box. Hello, <laughs> another, another shout out. <laughs> Not to shout everybody out here, but you know. Yeah, well, Sean, he's a cool I, guy. I, you know, I like my gear from people that are in the group. Exactly. You I'm know, like, that's I, like the worst thing. I'm like, man, I'm meeting all these cool people. I'm like, fuck, I'd, well, I'm guessing I have to buy more shit now. <laughs> like, um, if, like Solid Gold Effects, um, Alex is in the Tone Mob group. Mm-hmm. He's pretty active over there. So that's how I've gotten kind of gotten to know the brand a little bit. And they're they're. Well, I'm awesome. glad he's not in the Tone Jerks group because I'm like I would probably buy more of his shit. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell him to come over here then. Oh, shit. Like, dude, you're missing out on an opportunity. You could have Brian Gower on the on your list. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so from there, I go into just different modulation. Um, or no, from there I go into the uh, the green muffer fuzz from Tomcat Effects. Okay, shit, which yeah, Which is pretty yeah, cool. Those, it's yeah. like his Violet Muffer, but the Green Muffer has different um, components. Mm-hmm. Make it more uh, like Russian Muff. Yeah. So, and then from there, I've got the different stuff that I have going right now. is like the Julia. Um, A favorite, yeah. The <laughs> I have the Nightwire on there. What's the Nightwire? It's um, Electro, no, not Electro. Earthquaker. <laughs> Earthquaker what, device. What, it's a harmonic tremolo. Oh, okay. So yeah. what that means is that basically it splits your signal into high and low. And then when it goes into tremolo, it like you know do the alt- it alternates. Yeah. So the tremolo goes down when the bass goes high, and, it, and so it still gives you this sense of tremolo, but with a, almost like a little bit of like phasery vibrato ness. Because the hummingbird I know from them is more of like a pattern, like a right. It sounds like exactly the the hummingbird yeah, flapping that sounded like, like a hummingbird to me and then yeah, yeah that was that was really good and yeah. it's like when i hear that i'm like oh that's cool that'd be cool for like bass for like a pattern stuff like that because you don't want to do like mm-hmm. but it's like square wave like, yeah okay the night wire so with like, the night wire the other benefit to it is it has like so many different ways that you can shape the attack and different things like that but you can set it up to where it's dynamic so if you hit the strings hard it'll either like 
So if you hit it hard, it starts off like whatever your tempo is, but yeah. then it like fades off and it slows down. As okay, like, yeah, yeah. I like it. So it's pretty cool. Fucking, like, that's bitching. So I have that one on there. Um, and that one I swap in and out with the, the tremolo from Nocturne. Oh, yeah. It's a super, like if you want a good, true Fender amp style tremolo, a lot of people have similar stuff. The one I like about his is that the wave just feels more bubbly yeah. rather than... It just has a little more roundness to it, I but think it like also a lot of his stuff is like wants to be authentic and wants to be like retro. It's like he I'm uses like, like a- retro components. He, I mean, you got to. The guy's been doing this. He's had his company for ten years, but he's been doing it for another fifteen years before yeah, that. Man. Modding stuff like him and Analog Mike yeah. from Analog Man. Um, like that's his mentor. Like that's one of the guys that like really helped him and shaped him growing. Like yeah, when he was I starting, lo- I love the shit out of that. That's cool, mm-hmm. but. But anyway, a couple other things. Oh, I have a. I'm using the ARP, the ARP 87. It's a great delay with no. tap. Like if I need tap, I love it. Um, it actually kicked the, uh, the El Cap El Capistan off my board. Like I really like it. Um, in comparison, and then the uh, from Earthquaker the uh, Disaster Transport Senior. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And I have two uh, two expression pedals with that, and so. That is just a sound machine. You're it's so beautiful. Killing it, bro. It's beautiful. <laughs> That's a hell of a board. Nice. So, and then uh, reverb kind of rotates between the Meteor and Solo Gold Effects Surfrider. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jason Fuzzmonger actually so just sent me the uh, the Blood Moon to mess with. Yeah, that'd be. Because I was talking about like a noise reverb, like something like that gets a little washy, wacky. really crazy, and it yeah. can get really mellow and nice and great reverb out of it. Or you can just get weird. You're just like, I'm drowning. Super I'm, weird. I'm fucking drowning in it. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, send that to me, and then I might send it back to Jason. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to check with Jason. No, Jason. Don't, don't worry about <laughs> it. Jason be like, I heard about that fucking Kyle. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't let him touch with those dirty hands. He doesn't know hands. the fuck he's doing. <laughs> like he's gonna, he he's calls gonna, me out on shit all the time. He's, he's, he's going to trade <laughs> it for- What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> Seven strings are legit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more and more like yeah, every time we talk about like metal and stuff like that I'm like oh every time we say something like, oh, so dude. Ignorant. you're so gonna get your <laughs> yeah, I'm like oh I just see call us out you know, he yeah, definitely oh, is he going did, to and he did <laughs> dude, that, that guy honestly knows a ton he's got such and he has an incredible ear like I'll send him things cause I'm like I wanna know like is this really as good as I think I hear and he'll play and he's like so what I hear happening in the upper higher mids is this little, <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> about, about like, especially with like metal and a lot of stuff like that, it's like all about frequencies. If you're not sitting right, right in, because like stuff that you would think like would sit in a mix, like once as soon as you get it like from your bedroom into the like the band, I'm like oh, guess what? That doesn't work. <laughs> he, he's just a really nice guy. And gain yeah, stages in a metal mix too. I'm like, okay, you have let's say if you have like three guitars or two guitars or one, you have to know how to fill your frequencies. So that, that's why I think it's really cool. Anyway. Before we close this out, uh, what's the amp you're running? So right now I have it set up, so I'm running either to either right now. I got to go stereo here with it. I have a uh, Benson Vinny. Oh shit! And it goes into either it's my two by twelve. Oh, it goes into the two by twelve. Yeah. I could use the little the one by ten that comes with it, mm-hmm. but just for volume's sake, I go through the two by twelve. And then um, besides that, I use the Nocturne Betty Blonde Shell. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, basically like a basement style. Yeah, he fucking is killing it with those Fender. Dude, that amp. Those F style amps. I was on this like (laughs) amp journey, just trying everything, buying stuff, hoarding amps, like trying to get this sound. And then I bought that from him. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And I I haven't bought another amp. You're like, oh I, shit! Well, I, I don't really think I gonna, will. Just gonna tap out here because yeah. I'm done. <laughs> and then I, I won that Vinny in the raffle thing, and so it was like, well, here's the Vinny, here's that, and these are like between the two, like put I put them together and boom, anything done. I would ever. Oh yeah, I've run the Vinny into the into the blonde shell. Hell yeah! And it's the most insane, glorious, That's fucking killing it, or orgasm, eargasm ever. Just tell us about that. Okay, so when it no. <laughs> Wait, do you want the whole story or just the ending? Go on. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking so so Nitty so we, we we know that you know you, you got some kick-ass gear. You've had a, like a good uh, musical journey and stuff like that, and uh, you're very active in the you know uh, in the I want to say forums. They're groups. They're Facebook groups. You're. Um, I try big, to be a nice guy. Yeah. So that is kind of catching us up on who Jimmy B is. We know him. <laughs> And we we like we know he likes to party and we know he likes good tone. But oh, I, I think party. we're I like gonna, a good tone. I like a good tone every <laughs> once in a while. But I think we're gonna jump into some topics. Let's uh, get into those. What do you say? Yeah. So okay. Hit it. So I wanted to talk about brand loyalty. Don't even get me started, Brian. <laughs> or we're gonna get in, get you started, <laughs> get you revved up. <laughs> I'll tell you what grinds my. Oh, no, that's, that's your job. Grinding my gears. <laughs> Kyle file. The gym files. <laughs> <laughs> the Jimbo files. Um, so, brand loyalty. So, why, you know, you will buy like from a certain brand over the others, and maybe why you would uh, stray away or stay away from like a certain brands. So, like, what are some of those factors? Not necessarily like naming brands, but like you can name them as you go along. So, um, how about uh, Jim? You first, because I know. Yeah. I mean, we we all we know you're a big Nocturne brand. What? Like, you know what? What what brings you to that company so much? Okay, so what attracts you to the Nocturne Brain brand? What I love about Tavo is that when I was you know going through getting the first pedal and everything, yeah, a lot of it's via email. Uh, it was back back in the day, a ways. Um, well, like that kind. No, 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 not, not that, that, not that far. <laughs> I was still in the Stone whoa, whoa, Ages, whoa, whoa. known as the uh, the Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah, I still played acoustic guitar back then. So. Um, <laughs> No, I um, I don't know. I emailed him, and we just kind of hit it off. Yeah. And eventually, I was like, I'd email him like, "Hey, how does this band get this sound on this song?" And he'd tell me, you know, like, just how do I, I want to get this pedal, but I want it to have this because I want to play it for peed up. Yeah. You know, hey, I want to be able to play this with my jazz master. I want, you know, all these things. And it was something where he was just like, "Awesome, that sounds like a really cool idea. I'll do it." Mm-hmm. You know, and so my atomic brain isn't a exact atomic brain he adjusted some parameters in there so that it would sound good with both my p90s and filter trons oh bitchin yeah through um through the amps that i was playing the old gibson amps that i used to play yeah um and so basically someone like that somebody who takes an actual caring in me and my family who you know if he doesn't see me post for a little bit he'll text me hey how you doing man haven't seen you post in a little bit yeah you know um somebody like that that definitely gains my brand loyalty. I mean, he's got a very high quality product in my opinion. And so I will stick with him because of that. You know, I bought my amp based on that, having never played one. So it's kind of more the personal connection with. It's a personal connection. If I have a personal connection, that's probably the strongest, most definite way. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for, thanks for zoning it in. Um, outside of that, if there's somebody who I've seen like somebody like Sean, Wright, I bought the cherry box because I've seen how he's worked with other people. Yeah. I've seen the, the yeah, attention definitely. to detail. I've listened to him on other podcasts. I know the guy knows what he's doing. 
You know, mm-hmm. this isn't a guy who just decided to wake up and, you know, work on a hobby. Yeah. Not that there's any, anything wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I, I was, <laughs> but with him, like, I just, I had a sense of this guy is the real deal. I want to buy from him. So I did. And then lo and behold, I happened to have a customer service thing that I was able to work with him through. And I mean, that was magnificent. I mean, it was the fastest service I'd ever yeah. had. And it's like, you don't want to get to that point, but if you ever get there, you, have, you want to know that he's going to pull out of right. it. Right. And in the groups, you know, he had that reputation already. It made me feel like, you know what? I need to be supporting Lollygagger. Same thing with Leon from yeah. Pelican Noiseworks. Yeah. Um, I've got everything that he's made. And the main reason for that is because I've seen what he does. He makes great stuff. He's a great guy. He's a great part of the industry. Mm-hmm. And he, he supports the player as much as we support him by buying it. Exactly. Um, then... Like Solid Gold Effects, very similar. They're a larger brand. They're probably one of the larger brands that I regularly want to buy from. Yeah. Um, but they consistently have the lowest noise floor of any pedal that I've really played. Uh, I don't. I only have experience with the ones that I have, but um, I love them consistently. And yeah. then again, Alex, he's in the groups. Great guy. Yeah. You know, I, super nice. He knew that I wanted one of those black surf riders. And so he's like, I'm going to put one on hold. You know, if you want it, if you have the money, whatever, you know, we'll do it. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Outside of that, though, I like, I guess, the brands that you know. Um, the big ones like the EQD, Echo, Electro Harmonics. Um, yeah. But the brands that I would stay away from, a lot of them are the guys that kind of spam the groups. You know, they don't contribute. They're not a part of it. And they just keep showing pedals, keep showing pedals. They just want to like shill their bullshit. It's, it's more intrusive, you know, and the guys that I mentioned, I don't feel like they do that in any way. They do post stuff ads like, Hey, I'm selling this. Hey, I'm doing that. And they'll post stuff, but they don't ever. Yeah. But they're like regular pop-ups. So like they'll right. put their opinion on something, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll post ads. So like, Hey, I just saw this, you know, this is a yeah. good deal for somebody. Well, I mean, or, Sean's yeah, like yeah. super helpful actually with a lot of the stuff he'll joke yeah. about. But if you keep reading through, like, you're like, Oh dang, I've never actually thought about that. What you just said. He has a great viewpoint on yeah, life. Does. And, and all these guys, the yeah. ones that I was saying, I mean, I don't have the same viewpoint as all of them as Tavo, Leon, Sean, Alex. I mean, not that I know everything that they agree with, yeah. but we may not agree on everything, but they are intelligent enough to give a, full viewpoint on something if yeah that, if that makes sense no i got you um yeah i don't know it's just but at the end of the day i like stuff that looks cool i like stuff that sounds good you know and i feel looks like these bitchin'. guys <laughs> if it looks bitching it belongs on my board <laughs> i want to look, i gotta get another board <laughs> I want to, shit I'm, I want to look I'm gonna fucked. call up john and get another board <laughs> like john i need another board exactly like the first board but I another need, board i need yeah. a bigger i need a bigger board <laughs> tone just need a hookup dude <laughs> And by hookup, I mean full price. Full price, double. double. <laughs> you. Oh, fuck. But I, I don't know. I, there's some, to be honest with you, some of the P-Dub brands, like the brands that cater solely to P-Dub. Um, like, not to name names, but as an example, I know Jackson is pretty similar. Like, they kind of just have this one focus that direction, it feels like. Mm-hmm. And not that that turns me off to them, but it makes me disinterested. Yeah. Because I don't want to only P-Dub. Yeah. I want to rock and roll. I think when I they do it when, when brands like pigeonhole themselves into things, that's when it gets kind of like, eh. 
But do you think they pigeonhole themselves, or do you think that it's their like actual like it might followers? Be, it might be the clientele I, that yeah, like pigeonhole. But they, then they, it depends on how hard you cater to that one thing. It's true. Like, if you for, like, for example, like Nocturne, he's he's big in the rockabilly world, and everybody in rockabilly knows who he is. Yeah, it's a big deal. And his whole style, if you meet him, I mean, he is actually rockabilly incarnate in an awesome way. Well, it's I mean, fun. Yeah. And one thing that you kind of even mentioned, it's like he doesn't, he's, his pedals don't have to be pigeonholed into that. And that's why I was playing them in uh, like the P-Dub world. And he yeah. was like, do you think that they'd be useful there? Because I just thought I'm screwed because I only build for what I know. I, mean, I was like, dude, you keep doing yeah, you, pal. You keep, you keep doing, doing you. And, is like but just like participate in these other groups, and it's going to catch more on. More people will find out about it. And I think all he's got to do is like, you know, throw more, you know, anime characters on there, and then more people are going <laughs> to. <laughs> Honestly, there just like, hey, yeah, let me glue this one on there. This look perfect. <laughs> and he's like, uh, just make me a custom one. That's all I need. <laughs> but Kyle, do you have anything to add to this? What about like brand loyalty? What does that mean to I, you, and how does it affect you and your buying? I think. Um, I mean, I have like a two sides to my the what I buy. Really, I guess like I have my like robotic made like Boss slash you know MXR pedals. But when I look for because like you a, know they're gonna fucking work exactly <laughs> utilitarian. Um, you want the pedals yeah. to work, yeah. But like it's not just about utilitarian though. But like uh, let's see, you, yeah, you you meet like a real person and you're like, yeah. damn, that guy is cool and his shit's cool. I want to I want to play that like. Uh, for example, uh, was it Southampton? Like I yeah. met the guy at Nam, like at a shitty bar, and the dude was, t- you know, like, hey, you know, hit me up if you ever want something, or you know. So I did, and I bought two <laughs> fucking pedals from the guy. Yeah, without even like playing them, I'm like, yeah, you're oh a my cool dude. God, one of the coolest fucking. Yeah, pedals and I'm glad I did. is like the fucking utility knife. Boom, it's a great pedal. And the thing is, we would never have fucking known about that course. Yeah, or that fucking. Sorry, the utility knife. It's yeah. not just a chorus. Yeah. It's way more. <laughs> we, you know, if, if, like, you know, Kyle didn't talk to, you know, yeah. Hamish? Is that Hamish. 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 Yeah. You talked to him. I didn't. Yeah. No, I did. It's Hamish. Yeah, and, and that, that was because he was a real person. He, like, I wa- that was, like, my first Nam, and I was, like, walking around, like, you know, I'm part of the Tone Jerks, you know? And he's, like, yeah, tell me about yourself. <laughs> Well, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I can drink a beer and yeah. talk to you. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. And we, we had That's like a so common so yet we had again. Like a common contact. <laughs> and we, we were talking about, you know, our buddy up uh, Ground Control, which is another one. Cool guys. Just like really cool guys. It's that personal connection. Yeah. and so, That's what I'm saying. So, you know, I think but you're, the more likely, you're more likely to buy something. For, for me, I'm more likely to buy something if like the guy's cool and you're like i can talk to that guy you know i can talk to that guy if i ever, ever have a problem with yes it. it's just really nice it's it, it it leads to like i know this guy's gonna have good customer service hit him up you know yeah i know there's other guys like lamp electric yeah that dude's so cool he's like super personable <laughs> he's, yeah he's funny as you fuck. buy something you're buying it from him that's <laughs> he's, cool. he's like sick thanks for buying this pedal i'm gonna make it right now I'm ordering parts as we speak. And like, you know, it's cool. So, um, yeah, no, to me, I'm like, you know, some notes that I had down here is like, but the personal connection. I mean, I think we're at the point now in 2018 that you're getting to know these brands and these people. I'm like, why would you buy something from like a brand like or something, something made in China that you're like, okay, well, it's cheaper. Okay, I could save like maybe you know, 60, 80 bucks. I'm like, okay, if, if money's really that tight, fucking do it. But I'm like, if you can 
buy like a tube screamer made from you know like you know moor over there or buy a tube screamer made like a variant made by somebody else that you Is really care effects that one's cool yeah or even like <laughs> you know Boudre? like say Gojira. like Boudre. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you know. Thanks, Jim. Let's say, uh, you know, like the Clarksdale. It's it's it's, it's Brian Wampler, Wampler pedals. Like we all know Wampler. He's fucking killing it. Killer podcast, killer group, and he's super interactive with people. I'm like, to me, I'm like, dude, I love the shit out of what he's doing for the community. I'm like, he's got these great videos. He's got these great podcasts. He's in the groups and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I kind of want to support what he's doing <laughs> like why buy a clon from somebody else when i can buy a tumnus that sounds bitchin i'll that's buy a, a tumnus from a him point. and i'm like you know it's like the same thing like i was on this like little like fuzz journey to try and find like a fuzz i'm like oh i want to find like a really cool one i want to find one that's like also super sputtery and crazy and stuff like that it's Did like, you go velvet no i um actually was going to go with matthews nothing wrong with matthews but i never had any personal connection with him we literally went to his booth and we talked to like you know rick matthews was never available to talk to us you know we're tone jerks who the fuck's gonna talk to us but i'm like i do there you go you're here (laughs) we got you we got you cornered over here (laughs) but uh you know somebody who talked to me was uh ko and leon because i'm like what i wanted was a super sputtery kind of fuzzy deal i'm like guess what you get that out of the half horse co showed me guess what i bought a fucking half horse (laughs) oh good (laughs) so there you go it's it's a great because it's like that personal connection i'm like it's the owner of the company it's somebody who's like you know co i mean it's a lack lack of better phrase but kind of representing you know him with his one day and stuff like that and a local mm-hmm. guy, Co, and like he's like, oh, you know, like let, let me show you this. And I'm like, he showed me it. I'm like, oh, dude, I really want that. And so you you see it at the one day and you buy it. It's also like the, like, this is like a more grandiose thing. It's like the lifestyle behind the brand. Sometimes you're buying that yeah. too. It's like, you know, am I going to want to like be the JHS guy? Am I going to want to be the Earthquaker no. guy? And it's like. But, well, I would be both. They're both great companies. But you it's know like, what you want to be? You want to be the, noc- the Nocturne guy. The Nocturne brain guy. That's what you want to be. You want to be the guy. You want to be like Jim. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I'm telling you, man, the water is fine. Yeah. Come on, Jump in. Come on in. There's plenty, plenty of room. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's 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 that whole thing. It's like, okay, I think we're sometimes brands are selling that. It's like. All right. I but, was going to ask you, because I didn't really touch on guitars or amps, or neither did you. So with guitars, you're looking still more at the personal touch thing? Yes. I think that's really cool. I have talked about it before, and I'm in the lineup to buy a uh, Kevin Equitz guitar. So I'm nice. I, I'm in the queue. So whenever that happens, it'll happen. Yeah, that's but, a real like human being that you can talk to. Yeah, and he's like... And he's I, a the really guy nice asked. human being, too. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. No, yeah. I did not. Think yeah, so. he's actually really, really a good guy. Yeah. Like, he's like Co, <laughs> but like not Co. You know what I mean? A different co, but, but, but like built, a different co like who builds LA guitars, co. but he builds yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, like he's like co from LA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But knows so, what he's talking about when it comes to like hand making. That's that's right. That's what I think is well, kind of cool because co handmade makes studios. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> so that's my my whole thing is like okay, eventually like that's that's what I want to get. I'm in the queue to, to do that. I'm like, dude, I want like that handmade. Like he's like his whole thing is like I'm doing two at a time, and I'm like I'm like he's like even said he's like I'm gonna listen to your playlist while I build your guitar. And I'm like, oh, dude, you have a lot of like 
punk rock you have a bunch of like you know like you know bob seger and then like uh anime music and stuff like that he's like Sinead o'connor kind of thing and he's he's like he's like yeah anime music like Sinead <laughs> o'connor and uh <laughs> that's my favorite one and then i was like oh you know you're gonna get this buddy he's like yeah whatever you want just like i don't want any cursing or no screaming i'm like well you know you, what about high pitch like you know japanese like you know singing he's like yeah that's fine and i'm like you're in for it, buddy. Here's fucking 40 songs. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> My top 40. Anyway, <laughs> I, th- I think I think we kind of like hit it off the head. My top 40 aren't allowed. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically just you singing with a guitar. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't sing. But I think, uh, is that is that it for brand loyalty? Yeah, I mean, I think, that's I think with instruments it's hard. Like if yeah. you, like... Like when you were talking about pedals, like sometimes it's you have to go with what's affordable. Like for affordable guitars, mm-hmm. I usually end up going with that something solid. Totally, like that, I will totally go with a a, a Fender. Yeah, for me, I like Fender scale, right? Well, so that, a Fender that, yeah. or a Squire. You know Fender and Squire. You know what you're going to get from those. Exactly, and so I know what my budget is, and I find what I can get on my budget. Yeah, and same thing. Yeah. You yeah. know, your Fender. I haven't bought a guitar in a long time. Yeah, and I think I'm know, out of the game. Yeah, but bases. Yeah. Basically, like I think with guitars, sometimes you make your bed, and you're like, "Yeah, this is it." I, I yeah. customize really cool, it yeah. to what you want. Yeah. yeah, but with pedals or whatever, like that's what that that's, is. It you're buying yeah. a for me. I buy a brand more with the pedals. Yeah, with guitar, I did do, I did a custom once, and it was not a bad experience. But I, being a dad, I don't have that kind of money. Yeah, you know. Yeah, if I did have money, Kevin would definitely be on that same list. Yeah. Um. There's only a couple people that I would maybe him and like Cower. Yeah, I think maybe, but probably Kevin, Doug, Cower, and Kiesel. Oh, all K's. Ha ha. Three of them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what about Titan? <laughs> you could break that up with Titan. Yeah, the K R one. I I I said that. K T K K. Anyways, um, yeah. I mean, as far as amps, I'll stick with like Orange because I really like their brand. I like their like what they do for the punk rock scene. Yeah. I like what they do for the DIY punk scene, and just, that's why that's why I mean I stick with them. And also so like buying a, a so it sounds like across the board. Yeah, we buy a lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. But you you stick behind the brand and stuff like that. So I hit it off the head there, Jim. I love it. Hey, you know that's what I do. Okay, Jim. Uh, you had a uh, topic. I did. To bring up. I did. I had a question for you guys. I write music. I play music, mm-hmm. but I've never successfully been, or I've never been successful really in trying to write lyrics. Mm-hmm. They always come out kind of horrible. Basically, they come out horrible. I'm gonna call spade a spade here, and uh, I write <laughs> shitty lyrics. I'm gonna cut, cut to the cut to the chase here. But you guys, you guys write good lyrics. Um, I've listened to playing uh, playing without a pilot. Thank you. Quite a lot. My kids listen to it. They think it's awesome. So sick. Bro. But we, you're like, why is this dude so fucking sad? <laughs> no, no, no. But you guys, you guys write good He's a lyrics. Sad, so sad man. <laughs> I've just been le- curious. Like, what's the process that you guys use, or do you guys have a? Uh, I mean, is it just a gift? But like, I'm just wondering if you guys can break it down for me and anybody else that might be curious. Mm. Sort of how you go about that. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean Kyle and I. Uh, it's cool with playing without a pilot because we have two songwriters in the band. Um, we and recently we have three. Our drummer, he is a songwriter. He is an MC. He does his own thing. And so, like now, you have like only three people in your band, and they're all songwriters. And we're all like at the point and old enough in our careers, quote unquote, um, that we have you know 
you kind of throw ego to the side and you collaborate. But I, what I think is great is like we all have different styles. And we can't speak to Brian, our drummer, because he's not here. But uh, Kyle and I can speak to it. So I think it's a kind of a cool yeah. topic. Uh, Kyle, do you want to hit it up first, or do you want me to like riff yeah, a little bit? And, I could. I mean, uh, yeah. Tell me, tell me your process, because you know, uh, the viewers, the listeners might not know. It, it okay. So basically, I like to just write some like an idea. Just get an idea down. Let's say I'm thinking of something. I'm like that. It would be a cool line. Write it down. Branch off of that. Um, but usually it's like a, a off of like a personal thing. It's not just like oh that sounds really cool. I wonder how it would sound in a song. Yeah, it's more like, you know, something I'm going through that day. I'll write just a piece of it down. I'll write like just to remember it later, and then I while I'm playing something, I can try and toss that in, and then I'm like, all right, I like that line, how it feels, or that's garbage. There's actually, I have probably like hundreds of like half filled pages like yeah. in journals. Just you know, I'll write, and I what's cool like with the smartphone is you can have those too without having to like. Oh, I've misplaced my notebook. You save mm-hmm. it to a cloud, you know. So I I've, still, I still kind of like the idea of writing. Okay, stuff all right. In a notebook. But I have both. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. If I'm on the go, I'm not like, oh, well, yeah, I got my exactly, handy dandy exactly. notebook. That no, I if you when, don't when, have a notebook, it's not going to work yeah. out, Kyle. Yeah. That's when, what when, I'm picking when, up. I'm when, sweating on this thing all day. So I'm got to write something when, down on it. When inspiration <laughs> strikes, I like it. So yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And so you know, sometimes I have like a song or like a maybe like a rhythm part of a song written out or maybe i'm it's different i mean i i can i can also i like to look at the lyrics and see what else i can write to it yeah um but there's also been instances where you know i'm listening to a song that maybe brian wrote he doesn't have any lyrics i'm like wait a minute i got i got save this part for me i may have something for it put a pin in that i got something like you know i'll let maybe he does have something maybe i'll just ask I may have something better for your ass. I may I may have something better. Let's just let's try. So you yeah. know we're, we're we're forgiving with that, like you know. But sometimes it doesn't work out. Yeah, I think when we were younger, it was always that everything I wrote, I'm gonna That's write my, so, my song. That's my no song. matter how shitty it is, you're still gonna play though. We're still friends. Yeah, and it was like we kind of we kind of we kind of we kind of swear we we kind of t- <laughs> we kind of took it as that as like whereas now it's like okay everything is creative cloud thing you know kind of like i write something we jam it out whatever i'm like it's kind of up to the unless it like unless you really hold it to your chest you're like that's like in case i was like no no kyle that's gonna be my song i really want to do something with it then it's like we're old enough and like mature enough to say okay no i get it i know where you're coming from this is your song and same same type of deal i'm like with kyle i'm like okay cool i'm like do you want me to write anything and kyle's like no i have lyrics but i need help structuring it so i'm like okay cool i can come into that and help him structure it and figure out where to go with like maybe different you like know, like I have the verse or I have a chorus and like can you think of like I I can't think of transitions or that whatever. we haven't done already like yeah. can you think because I'm and an then idiot. I'm like and then I I and no <laughs> it's not even that it's like sometimes it's like even I know his vocal progression that he's doing and I was like okay cool you know I will like hear his vocal melody i'm like guess what that i mean like to me that vocal melody that you're doing will fit into a different chord progression which okay. will fit better into the song and i do it and he's like oh you know what i can sing to that and so i will change it for him in, t- in his song that he's doing but i'm like we are collaborating in that sense i'm like we've done that a lot and many times to make the song behind what he's singing more interesting yeah with collaboration sometimes like i stop we collaborate and then we all like to listen. God, fuck it. Yeah. 
fucking piece of shit. I like I knew that joke was coming, and you're like, piece of shit. And he's like, wait, um, what's the joke? I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, so back in the day, there was this guy. <laughs> His name was Vanilla, and he was so cold. He was like ice. <laughs> so I mean, for he me, asked people to stop a lot and to listen. <laughs> um. And steal Queen songs. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, for me, I'm kind of similar to Kyle, where it's like, I I'm, I'm put a little more effort into the rhyme. I have to rhyme stuff. So as far as like the rigidity of like what you're going to do with lyrics, like I, I have to rhyme. I haven't grown out of that yet. Sometimes Kyle will do false rhymes and he'll like make it more about the melody and more about what he's saying. And to me, I'm like, okay. I focus like, First and foremost, it has to rhyme and be syncopated and patterned because, like, that's how I sing. I'm more of a rhythmic, like, I'm very, like, and that's what's really cool about working with somebody different and who's your best friend and you're in the same band. I'm like, Kyle's a more melodic guy and he's very, like, he timing to him is like second nature. And for me, it's not the, it's not, I have to make it like Legos for me. I have to make it simple. I have to see it almost like visually without actually like visually being there. I can relate. And so it, to me, I'm like, that's how my songs are. And I'll, I'll pick like a simple melody that I know the notes I can hit. And Kyle harmonizes and he takes that. He's like, okay, you, 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 like you threw it to me like underhanded. I'm going to fucking hit a home run with this motherfucker. And so like, he'll, we'll take it like back and forth. And that's what I think is a really cool dynamic that we have that most people won't. And so like, I can't so I'm say screwed. I gotta no, find a Kyle. Hold on, hold on. I mean, you can collaborate with There's people, not a lot but of you, you also can't. You you also don't have to rely on that. To me, like I'm still like you've you stripped back, stripped back all like the background guitars, background vocals, and stuff like that, and it's still the song that like I'm getting out there into the world. Yeah, and so. Not only like you could play on acoustic, yeah. you know. Still, I, I, you know, I've done that before and stuff like that. And for me, like to bring it more back into the vocal, like lyrical, like context, because I mean, you know, bring it full circle here. It, I need to write something that means something to me, yeah. And it has to be something that carries a lot of weight. Because I'm like, back when I was like, younger, I'm like, I used to think that lyrics didn't have to be personal. They shouldn't be personal because, like, nobody's going to care about what I have to say. Yeah. The thing is, people kind of don't, but they kind of do because I'm like, if you have passion behind it and you give a fucking shit, then people will give a shit. Because, like, who's going to give more shit about your songs and your band? You. Nobody else will give more of a shit. You are the biggest fucking promoter of yourself and your songs and your heart, your feelings, everything behind it. So live that life and live those feelings and put them to words. I don't even care what the hell you're going to have to say, but fucking say it. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, I have a standard of like what I like because of the pop music and what I listen to. It has to rhyme. It has to have a, a, a melody. And I, I, I learned to fucking sing so I can sing my own songs. If you can't sing... I can't. You take lessons. It's no big deal. There's, there's not a problem with like, I was a tattooed like guy in my twenties. Like I was going to a vocal teacher and she was teaching kids how to play piano. So basically a kid would leave the, her studio who was like seven years old with like piano folder and book and carrying out to his mom while I was like waiting for my singing lesson. Throw your pride out the window. Jim, you, you can do like a Tom Waits kind of thing. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I can do 
Oh, yeah. I think you have it. There you go. But the thing is, like, there you, go. you got it, dude. But your voice just, is... That's is, what I do in the bathroom. Yeah. 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 All right. I, I get you. <laughs> I'm trying to push one out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wasn't, right wasn't going to go you. all the way there. <laughs> but, get your uh, mind out of the toilet, pal. But, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, your, your voice is your voice. So, like, the fact, like, you know, to, to carry on with that, I'm like, what you want to say, really say it and really own up to your own life. And I'm like, to me, I'm like, I never thought anybody would want to hear about my gripes of, like, relationships and, you know, uh, falling out friendships or, like, you know, people that I've, you know, have lost throughout the years. I'm like, the thing is, I'm like, people do because you are so, like, you care about it. The thing is, if you care about it, then other people will. Because if you phone it in, <laughs> you phone in these bullshit yeah. feelings. People will hear that you're phoning these you bullshit feelings. You can't just rhyme in. to rhyme. You gotta, you gotta work through it, and you gotta throw away shit that doesn't work. And you know, um, on the latest record that we did, uh, shout out to just another unsung tragedy. Like the like the happiest song on the record, which is probably falling for you. That was the hardest song for me to write because I had to write it as like somebody in love, somebody happy, somebody infatuated, somebody so excited. And I wrote it in the the biggest heartbreak of my life. But the thing is I had to like tune into and I feel bad because I was actually dating somebody, but I wasn't in love with her at the point. Fair enough. <laughs> but I had, to, I, I had to like figure out Dickhead. the feelings that I was in love with, like with the past one. Like I was so infatuated yeah. with this other person, but you may be dating somebody else and you maybe had not get to that point. And so to me, I'm like, I was writing these songs. I'm like, okay, I need to like put these out. Like what would somebody in love? And like, I was in love like a year and a half, two years ago. I'm like, what did I feel? What did I, I'm like, I had to dig that shit out. Sometimes you just got to find like a point in time yeah, in your life. So, and you and you hone in on it, yeah. right? Yeah, it's not happening at the moment, but you you can, I mean, for me, I can feel, I can go like, that's how I was feeling. I'm going to try and tr time travel, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that's not, I don't know if that make, even makes but any I think, fucking sense. No, it does. I'm like, really like, put yourself in those shoes. I'm like, yeah. because you felt, we've all felt those like different feelings. I'm not writing love songs, Brian. Well, yeah, you can write <laughs> okay. like, you know, um, and to I'm me, kidding. a lot it's of my, songs I write are sad, actually. Yeah, to me, like, what do you have to be sad about? Fucking, what do you got, dude? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I just, I just, I'm all out of these beers, dude. I just finished I'll my, write something. Oh, I just, here, I just, have mine. I just finished my za, so mm. I'm all, I'm all sad now. Oh, I'm happy. <laughs> I got a pee. <laughs> I got a beer. <laughs> it spins though, but it, it is twist. Like for those that can't see at home, I, it spun around. Kyle, Kyle just started. It gave me false hope. <laughs> like, to, like, to, like, like I got bloody Kyle hands. Kyle cannot open a bottle with his bare hands. But he, my, he, he's got these bare hands, but yeah. they're not like you know. Bare it spun hands. though, so you have to take my my word on that. Oh, one. That's a fucking spinner. No. But it spun like three times, <laughs> and then my hand is like <laughs> it looks like a truck ran over my hand. But so what we're getting at is like, I don't know. To me, I'm like I really think you got to put yourself into the position that you what's whatever song you want to write, and honestly, like. Sometimes I'm like, I can't say like, you'll feel the song that you want to be into when you just pick up the guitar, bro. I'm like, no, have a little bit of direction of where you want to go. Yeah. Okay. To me, like I will say it's, it's different for everybody. I'm assuming, but I have to really like pick a key that I want to sing in and then I'll follow it. Cause I'll follow my chords that I want to do. And because like, you know, I would, I'm so into like my chords and my chord degrees. Like I'm very, I'm 
like to like it, it's to my own detriment that I'm like very like strict on my core degrees and like the majors and minors and whatever. And I, like, I haven't ventured much into sevens and like nines and stuff like that, which I need to. But like, I'll write I'll, that down for later. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm working on it. Oh, like, I, I, I still, <laughs> I still try and learn guitar and more to help my songwriting. Hasn't yet, but you know, I will. Yeah. Um, I think just maybe even the more you learn on guitar and maybe like, you know, the more comfortable you are with that, like you'll stumble upon these rhythms and melodies. So I think that's kind of helpful with like how much, you know, on guitar right now and how much, you know, about your tone and what you're trying to seek, you're going to find your voice. And that's kind of, for me, I'm like, whatever you want to say, the thing is, I'm like, you'll never be ready. That's my biggest thing. I'm like, Nobody is ever ready to write. Nobody's ever ready to perform. The thing is, you just do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like I said, I, I, I wrote, I've written songs about like personal things, but also things like I just kind of imagine being in a certain position. Yeah. And, and I'm like, some of those are actually some of my favorite to play and, and, some, and, and sing. And some of the, th- sometimes I'm like, you know, I mean, not to throw Kyle under the bus, but I'm like, I, I'm I have ready. a whole record about my whole life and like love and loss and stuff like that and how like, you know, that was hatred and for everyone and myself. But Kyle wrote a song and like, and we threw it on the record too. I'm like, it was like so important to him in like, maybe not just like my whole life that I was going through, but he was going through the same thing. He went through something of like a loss and like his parents splitting up and like dealing with that. And I'm like, he wrote it. It was something personal from his heart. And the thing is, it, it was melodic. And it was, it was. That's it why was, it worked. And, That's and, and, and it was good. I'm like, very yeah. sexy. Yeah. Very yeah. sexy. But very, very sad. Very uh, sad. Sexy a, sad. Yeah. He had all the vibratos <laughs> in the right places, if you know what I'm saying. Um, so, and the thing is, I'm like, it, it was like such a great song to like, that thing is, I'm like, that was just like, he got it off his chest. And it was something he just wrote the song lyrically wise it just was something he had to say i'm like it's something he had to like comment from like an adult like you an adult's perspective seeing your parents split and that you're in your own marriage i'm like okay this might not i'll take what i've learned from this and carry it onto my own i can't ever bring that into me like i don't understand what that's like because i'm not married and like but for you gotta watch from the sidelines yeah you you got it and the thing is i i got that and to me i'm like that's a huge part and i'm like i thought that was really cool so it's good therapy the the thing is like and sometimes like yeah exactly as much of a joke as that is i'm like music is a therapy you listen to stuff and you write stuff to be a therapy so like i don't know i I guess that's all i have to say and there's come there's so many different ways to write a song i think and you know, make you it can something. Copy someone, even <laughs> kind of, and just make it something you might that copy like playing without a pilot. Yeah, right? just do it, dude. Copy and paste. I'll I'll just send you all of our like uh, like the masters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, just, I'll I'll just send you the master like Pro Tools file. You can have it. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> just give, hey, give, look what I wrote. <laughs> give give this me one is, of those beers, and you can have the whole thing. <laughs> I made this. You take it. I made this. I made this. But that's, that's, that's all I had. I mean, like, honestly, like the thing is, like you'll be most satisfied when it's something that you like. You want to listen to. Yeah. And the thing is, if nobody else wants to, fuck them. Fuck them. Like, yeah. hey, who gives a fucking shit what they hell they think? It's like the You're, thing you made in ceramics, and your parents like, oh, I'm gonna put that on the shelf. They love it. Mm-hmm. You love it, but no one else does. That's to I, be I honest. I, I mean, yeah. 
not 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 to bring it down to that point, but I'm like, but, yeah. but, but, would you guys would you guys be my par- my musical parents then? Yeah, like, yeah, my, yeah. My, send my, us my your shit. Yeah, yeah. Send, send it to us. <laughs> like my songs. Yeah, <laughs> it's we're gonna be like my pedals, but like our like my songs. Boom, bingo, perfect. You yeah. heard it, folks. You Send them your junk. You had, yeah, you heard it first. Send it to the, yeah, yeah, the tone Send jerks. Send it to rambling six strings doc. <laughs> no, yeah, no. If you, if you guys has, if you guys have songs that I'm like, like as much as like jerks as we are, I'm like I love creativity and I love people like writing songs. I'm like, there's nothing I will never badger anybody for writing songs. Keep doing it and like follow your fucking heart. But I'm like, if you guys have songs, do you want like creative input or just any type of of input send us you know email the tone jerks at gmail.com we'll fucking uh, we'll get back to you it'll be kyle and or, slash or i getting back to you but i think we're gonna head this up like uh yeah. let's bring it in for a landing uh <laughs> that's pretty good actually <laughs> thanks we're, we're gonna do that, that 747 uh, I, 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 I was gonna see 130 okay it's gonna be a canned uh, sound effect right there but uh you know uh before we go we just want to say uh, thank you guys for tuning in uh you know uh Jim, is there anywhere that people can uh, check you out on Instagram, Facebook, anything like that? Or just like, fuck it. Just like, fuck check it. the groups and fuck just it. do Check it. the groups, find me. Yeah. Join some well, groups. I'm rambling yep. six strings on Instagram, but uh, just Jim Bowers on Facebook. Just do the groups. You'll, you'll know him. Yeah, you'll, you'll find see me. him lurking in there. He'll like a couple things. If you do something I probably stupid, won't like don't, it. Don't mention pineapple on pizza. It, I love or don't pe- diss Yes. Don't diss it. Do not it. diss it. Always mention I'm it. I'm going to ban your ass. <laughs> always, always. You're going to throw the ban hammer. Always. If you do like pineapple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's I'm, it. I'm a big fan cool. of pineapple. All right. Well, uh, on that note, <laughs> yeah. uh, if, if you guys do like- pineapple colada? Pina colada? If you like pina colada, Kind of, but like with pineapple instead of the pina. Like dancing in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> if you hate yoga- <laughs> Anyways, God damn, Brian. <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh, if you guys really do like the show, you guys can leave a little, uh, you know, comment and a rating on iTunes. If you guys want to, you know, give us a little bit of feedback on iTunes, it'll help us out. You know, give us uh, five stars or you know, no stars. Either way, it's cool. <laughs> but if you guys want to follow along, like Jim said, uh, we're in the Facebooks. We have a. The social medias. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, All the search, medias. Yeah, search the Tone Jerks. But just Google it. Google it. Google it. The Google. Just Google it. But if you guys really like the show, you guys can help support us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month, but you double down, you get an extra episode every week. And, uh, and if you go for like $10 a month, you still get an extra episode. Yeah, you get nothing. Oh, yeah, we, we, no. we actually yeah. send you shirts if you guys yeah, uh, I got add, a shirt. Add, add more. And, uh, you know, all the cool shit. But if you guys, uh, you know, just for supporting the show, we want to give you a fucking shout out because, like, it's like, you guys are. It's the least we could do. <laughs> They're really swell guys. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? You guys, you guys I don't are, know. You guys are helping us out, so the least we could do is give you a shout out. So, uh, Kyle, you got a listy list. Yeah, I got a listy list here. Yeah, give, it, give it to me. Let's, let's right, run so, to this uh, motherfucker. We have uh, Co Schneider. We have Paul Pennington. Mm-hmm. Johnny Ray. Michael Newman. Abe Newman, cousins, Doug Gann, Jamie Davis, Jason Fuzzmonger, Digger from Fatfoot Effects. We have RJ from Teletalks. We have Joseph from Like My Pedals. Yes. Bruce Banana. Yeah. We have Jim Booers. Jim Boo. Jimmy Boo. Oh, yeah. Jim <laughs> Bowers. Live, oh, in gotcha. live in the flesh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, buddy. I'll oh, uh, check that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> Will Lahue. We have a Leon from Pelican Noiseworks, Doug Christ, Andrew Walsh, Adam Rohrer, and Doug Rawr. King. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for thank tuning you so in. much. And thank you guys for helping support the Patreon. And uh, I think that's it. We're uh, blowing hot air. We will see you next time. We love you. Thank you, Jim. Bye. I'll see you, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.